0: Hey, welcome back to Attention to Detail. This is Hannah, joined with Jacob. Hey, Jacob.
1: Hey, how are you doing? Doing
0: great. So we are in our third mini-sode. Yeah. Um, just a quick recap. Our mini-sodes are geared towards our foundation of this podcast. Um, and today we're going to be talking about mapping. Yes. Jacob, let's get started.
1: Yeah, so today on the po- we've been reviewing on these mini-sodes our fundamental techniques that we... Introduced at the beginning of this podcast, and today on this specific mini set, I want to talk about our our, our technique of mapping. Mapping is our largest scale technique. That's the one where we listen to music on the longest time scale, and just as a refresher, I, I always encourage people to go back and listen to the episodes, but quick review, our mapping technique, we kind of, we don't look at those small little granular ideas, we look at larger stretches of music and we tried to assign them an image. Uh, we talked about a memory palace where you go into different rooms of a house over the course of a piece of music. And so today on our mini-sode, on our minisodes, we try to look at these techniques in a slightly different light, and I wanna compare our mapping technique to something that might be more familiar for a lot of people, which is the analysis of language, of lyrics, of poetry, And we'll do that in the context of someone who happens to be one of my personal favorite artists, number two artist of all time, according to Rolling Stone's list of top 100 artists, Bob Dylan, Hmm. one of the few uh, non-classical artists I know, but also I happen to be a huge fan. He's great. Um, And I want to listen to Bob Dylan specifically because... You know, he, he recently won the Nobel Prize in yeah. Literature of all things, but, and so he's, he's respected for being a really excellent lyricist. But also, a lot of his lyrics are like poems. And, and so I want to look at a, a song of Bob Dylan's, my personal favorite song, Mr. Tambourine Man. And I chose this one for two reasons. Because I want us on this episode to, in the beginning, when we're listening to the Bob Dylan, I want us to focus on the words. And this song is remarkably musically simple. There's one melody. He uses four chords total throughout the entire song. But it's not even different chorus to verse, the melody. It's the same melody over and over and over. And so really the focus, the attention goes to the lyrics because we're hearing the same thing over and over again. So what I want us to do is try to actually quote-unquote, analyze the words of this song. We're not going to focus on the music of this song right off the bat, but we're going to try to analyze the words of this song. But I want us to do that in a musical way as opposed to a linguistic way, which may seem a little weird, but I want to apply our mapping technique to some words. Mm -hmm. Because what I want us to think about is... Words are pretty tangible things. Music is is a less tangible phenomenon. Mm. And if we think about the connection between music and language, our techniques, for example, we hear ideas, we group them, and then we map them. That's very much like words that expand to lines of poems that expand to stanzas. But in the case of poetry, again, if you've ever taken an English class or something like that, we have entire methods schools of trying to figure out what a poem means mm. there's a thing called the new criticism which says that to determine the meaning of a poem you can only use the words in that poem you can't use extra poetic references or anything like that or historical context people agree with that people disagree with that in music i've taken a lot more music analysis than poetry analysis in my life are tools for finding meaning are much more abstract because music is much more abstract mm. but I want us to see I want us to try our mapping technique which is geared to try to get us to find some meaning in the music on Bob Dylan's poetry mm. because the music is so simple simple of this song and so it might feel a little weird but we're going to listen to these a couple stanzas and what I want you to do I'll try to do the same mm. And our listeners to do the same. We'll listen to the lyrics and then try to form your own kind of interpretation. But listen to the words and don't focus so much on what an individual word means, even what a line means, the specific scene that's trying to be evoked. Try to get a kind of one, two, five word summary of the stanza, the verse or the chorus, kind of the ambiance the vibe, the, the, you know, whatever vibe it's creating,
2: mm.
1: that's going to seem a little simplistic and a little random, but that's the tool that we have to analyze music, and so I want to try it in the context of, of poetry as well. So we're going to start with the chorus, and again, for our listeners and for you, Hannah, listen to the words, but don't dwell on one specific word. Try to get the sense of what this whole stanza is trying to convey. Sure.
2: Time Marine man play a song for me. I'm not sleepy and there is no place I'm going to Hey Mr Time Marine man play a song for me in the jingle triangle morning I come following you
1: all right so here here's where this is gonna be tricky I'm going to ask you to really not try to tell me what you think that means, mm. what the scenario is. Give me one or two words, adjectives, something that g- describes for you the feeling, the emotion, something of this song, in the of this chorus, which will come back and back.
0: Yeah, I would say very tricky to do but um, the feeling of like a nomadic um, wilderness like road trip yeah. is sort of what spurs on from those lyrics and from the overall vibe of, of those stanzas I
1: like that one, I uh, that's a very good one I also, for me it's also there's just in this chorus actually I know the rest of the song mm. but here Mister there's a tambourine man play a song for me jingle jangle morning it sounds actually very musical to me in a sure. way it's kind of like song like it's uh, and in the context of it being a song I get that sense that it's it's a, a musical ambiance mm-hmm. vibe. now let's listen I think that will change that's the whole point of this we'll go into the next room of our palace if you want to call it that and we'll listen to uh, the first verse
2: Cool. Oh,
1: So before I ask you about that one, this is actually a good opportunity for me to mention another excellent element of, of doing this exercise, which is that music, like sung poetry in this sense, mm. I have the lyrics open here on my phone. Okay. But if I didn't, you get one shot; yeah. it goes by pretty quickly. It really does. And so, and these are complicated lyrics. This is why music is sometimes challenging to listen to, but also really rewarding, is Mm. you have to go back and and listen a couple of times. It goes by pretty quickly. We're trying to build the skills to analyze as quickly as we can, but these are complicated lyrics. I would need to hear them more than once. Yeah,
0: I would say, um, taking off of that that listen just now, I don't know the lyrics off the top of my head, but a lot of the words, um, if you look at them on the whole, were a lot of um, sort of... um, the grueliness of life. Like, I think there was weariness yeah. and um, time, like, slipping through your hands, like sand or something like that. Yes. So overall, looking at those stanzas on the whole, it's, like, sort of the struggle of, of living.
1: A little bit. I would, I would agree with... I think that's excellent encapsulation. It says, uh, left me blindly here to stand. My weariness amazes me. I have no one to... Meet hmm. and my ancient empty street is too dead for dreaming. He sounds kind of lonely.
0: Yeah, it's pretty depressing. Yeah,
1: it's a little <laughs> depressing, but uh, excellent. That's a good. Uh, if we sum that verse up, it's it's a little very different in a way from if you just hear the chorus by itself. Mm. That actually sounds very optimistic. It really to me. does. That's part of the point of this too, is that when we go from room to room, if you've tried this in the context of music, yeah, music can change states very quickly Mm -hmm. so now let's listen to one more fast forward a little bit listen to the last verse and we'll try this one more time with bob dylan
2: and take me disappearing through the smoke rings of my mind down the foggy ruins of time far past the frozen leaves The haunted frightened trees Out to the windy beach Far from the twisted reach Of crazy sorrow Yes, to dance beneath the diamond sky With one hand waving free Silhouetted by the sea Circled by the circus sands With all memory and fate Driven deep beneath the waves Let me forget about today Until tomorrow
1: so that was a long one. Did you did you happen to catch something from that?
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was um, journey related, like getting yeah. through something. So I think, and then getting to a place that was sort of transcendental.
1: Yeah, that's very good. What
0: I would probably analyze. That and I
1: whole. really got a lot of nature imagery yeah. in this one. It's, it walks through. It's he says. Uh, Far past the frozen leaves, the haunted, frightened trees, out to the windy beach, silhouetted by the sea, deep beneath the waves. It's kind of like you feel like you've walked to the ocean or Mm -hmm. something like that. So, excellent. The point of doing this, I hope our listeners played along and tried to create their own interpretations, too. I mean, by all means, go back and try to actually... Analyze this song with real poetic means of of analysis. But the point is that I want to emphasize that there are these connections that we have between music and language, and I actually think that if we think about those connections, it can often make trying to understand meaning in music a little easier. Hmm. But music is much more abstract, and so we have to use these... In some ways, more simplistic methods, but also methods that may be more rewarding because really, there are more right answers. There's more creativity. So now I want to play a little game with you. We'll reverse it. I chose a piece for us to listen to, a classical piece that we recently performed here at the ISO by Benjamin Britten, and. It's a song cycle, and the singer sings a set of poems by Arthur Rambeau. The reason why I chose this particular piece is because I was reading up on Mr. Tambourine Man. There's some things that say that Bob Dylan was actually inspired by Rambeau's poetry when he wrote this song. Rambeau is this heavy, symbolist poet, very abstract texts, kind of like Mr. Tambourine Man. And so what I want us to do is flip this on its head, and we'll play for you... I assume you don't speak French, Hannah? No, I wish that I did. Me too, but uh, all the text is in French, Hmm. so you won't remember necessarily what the words mean. Nope. But I want you to listen to the music this time, unlike what we did before, and try to do the same exercise. Create a little bit of an ambiance, what's the scene? And then we will see how that matches up with the highly symbolist poetry. If you even come close to the realm I'll be very impressed because of course this is very abstract but again there's no there's no right answers we're trying to look at this and see what Britain's approach was Mm -hmm. musically to setting these these symbolist poets so let's flip it let's listen to a couple quick movements from from Britain and then we'll we'll get your response cool So what's your thought on, give me the music. It's sure. evocative music. What does it sound like to it's, you?
0: Um, like the imagery that I am envisioning is, is very much, um, like an ethereal church Yeah. in a sense where things are very pure, but you as the listener are a figure that is like floating through. So perhaps you are also an ethereal figure, um, and it's very clean and crisp and and but also mysterious at the same time.
1: That I have to tell you I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So here's the actual text of this movement.
0: Yeah, remind me what it is cuz I remember the performance and I'd seen it performed. We did three yeah. or four performances of it. Yeah. So um, remind me what that was.
1: So this is the text of this movement is I hung strings from steeple to steeple, steeple, garlands from window to window, gold chains from star to star, Mm. and I dance. So there's definitely...
0: Steeple to steeple.
1: Some church. Yeah. There's, There's a little religious connotation. There's a little etherealness. There's a little mystery. I think you... You kind of nailed that one. That's not even the goal—is to necessarily nail it, but but nice work.
0: I am very talented.
1: You you are okay. So let's do one more one more uh, movement here, and same thing. Try to cool. evoke a scene or image or whatever. Cool. <laughs> So you want to give that one a shot?
0: Yeah. Um, the very beginning of it uh, makes me think of the, f- the feeling of, um, like, a eureka feeling. Uh-huh. You're like, oh. Like, yeah. And then you get very excited by that feeling. Yeah. So I think I might be remembering what movement this is. Um, it, I'm afraid to, to say what it is because I think it might ruin my palace. Um, That's
1: fine. Don't, don't even say it. Just Don't just even say don't what I think that it is. Just give me your, your um, image.
0: So I think, like, f- so from that uh, Eureka idea, it's it's um, you are out in a crowd of people and you're so excited by this idea that you're sort of running through mm-hmm. this crowd of people. It's like a market square or something like that. And um, people are, like, sort of yelling after you and like a shared excitement.
1: I really like that map. It actually this movement.
0: Is this the um, I want to be a queen no, movement? No,
1: different oh, one. Good. So okay, this is good. the this is a movement called Marine, and I think it's supposed to be kind of the the text is chariots of silver and copper, prows of steel and silver, stir up the foam lift up the roots of bramble, uh, the currents of... A, it's okay, kind so of, I don't know. <laughs> well, but it's 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 an excited scene. It's kind of... Um, there's, there's nature involved. It might be... It's called marine, but mm. it's not really a marine-type scene. Um, it's an interesting... And this is why I love this piece by Britton so much, mm. is that it's evocative poetry that doesn't really give you a specific story. Yeah. So anyways, the the point of all of this is to think of our mapping technique if it helps in this way. Sure. I think a lot of music is like this sort of abstract poetry, yeah. and one way that we can grapple or make easier or try to understand abstract poetry like this poetry by Rambeau or even Bob Dylan's mm. we can't really glean a story from Mr. Tambourine Man necessarily but we can try to figure out what the verses stanzas are evoking yeah and then from there we'll have a little bit more of an understanding maybe of of the meaning yeah, that's what we're it's, trying it's to more figure out
0: essence then yeah
1: narrative. and narrative and that's the thing is we encourage that we talk about it in our mapping episode the goal is not to create a really coherent story. Mm. A lot of music, a lot of good music doesn't have that. And any sort of story will be different for different people. Mm. But that's, I think, one good way to to think about mapping and one way that you can practice it in your own daily life is to listen to songs that you listen to and try to encapsulate some of the lyrics in this way. Mm. Or, when you're listening to music, try to approach it somewhat linguistically, linguistically think of these things as little stanzas and i just need to sum up this big section of music into one image idea mm. essence as you say and so that um that's what i encourage our listeners to try go listen to some bob dylan mm. or uh britain. there's a lot of good or some britain yeah all right thanks we'll uh we'll be back soon thanks so much for joining us thanks as